Hi, I'm Mara Webster with InCreative Company, and I'm so delighted today to be joined by the fantastic Papa Aseidu to talk all about the Lazarus Project. And one of the things that really struck me right away with your character that you're playing, George, is he, you know, ends up embroiled in, in very complex scenarios and situations, and he's not someone who takes information at face value, and he's also not a yes man, and he wants to discover answers and ask questions on his own volition. Um, and I was interested in how that being such a part of the character then kind of translated over to the way that you were kind of analyzing and studying the text and looking at what are the things that other characters are telling me about the Lazarus Project? How is it being explained to me? How would how would my character interpret this and respond to this and dig deeper? Yeah, I mean, it's a big, it's a big reveal to him. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's a very normal guy who's live who's living in a who's who's living in an almost like heart wrenchingly boring life. You know, he's just like happy doing his job with his partner, etc. And then he this whole different kind of dimension is revealed to him. And I think when that happens, it, it's the equivalent of someone telling you that gravity doesn't make things fall down and makes things bounce up. It's like you have to question it. You know, you have you can't take things at face value if you are to be sane. Um, and yeah, I think that's probably so. I think his newness to it and his, and and the surprising nature of the revelation is what kind of chimes in with his character of being like someone who wants to do things on his own terms and and wants like real motivation and real um, yeah validation for the things that he does. So yeah, he's definitely someone who does does the, he he beats he 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 travels with the beat of his own drum as it were but um yeah yeah you can't you, you you can't just tell him what to do and he'll do it he'll he'll he'll, he'll do things off his own volition and did you see a difference in terms of a lot of his confidence as a character from when he first kind of finds out everything about the Lazarus project and comes on board because at the beginning it, you know it feels like there's a little bit of an imposter syndrome for him because he is around people who have been primed for this like when we first see when Archie was recruited it wasn't a surprise she's like am I being recruited for MI5 or MI6 and of course this is this is part of my trajectory and for him he comes from app developing so that hasn't been part of his world in the past but I feel like he really starts to understand what he brings to the table in terms of his confidence and his intelligence and his adeptness and so did you kind of want to create a shift in terms of his confidence in that space throughout the series? Yeah, I wanted to be like honest to the fact that he has gone from the tech world into, you know, multinational like crime solving, you know, like it's not a natural progression. You know? And it's good for him to come up against the bumps that that involves with one of which is you're going to be in a room with a lot of people that are seemingly more capable than you are. But he's a quick learner and he's a hard worker and um he does have like an innate quality that is is required for the job that he does you know he 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 yeah he is kind of he's he's courageous and he's brave and he's um he's a problem solver and that that does kind of like chime with the world of technology you know like that kind of like non-binary way of thinking like he, he's able to um crack codes that other people aren't able to crack and prove himself and he's so desperate to prove himself both to himself both to himself and to the people that he works with he's so desperate to prove that he's worthy of the position that he's been put in um which i think makes eventually makes him a really really valuable member of the, of the team and with the fact that he has this discovery of you know his life resetting and always going back to july 1st 
there's kind of two different spaces in which that lives. And the first is he has no idea why this is happening and nobody around him seems to be experiencing this or aware that they're experiencing this alongside him. And so there's kind of a real confusion and isolation to it because he doesn't have any answers against once he's part of the Lazarus Project and he understands why it's happening. And so what were the different tools that you wanted him to use to try and navigate figuring everything out at the beginning when he doesn't know against like the tools that he's using when he understands that this is cyclical i think the two speak to each other because like for yeah for the first half of the first episode the guy's going he's he's having a nervous breakdown he's going crazy like nothing makes sense and the 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 person that he loves the one kind of anchor in his life the continuous stability in his life even that doesn't connect to what he's going through you know so it's that that mentally and psychologically is very difficult thing for him to um deal with and so I think he's so like relieved when someone comes with an explanation to him that kind of makes sense it's extreme but it kind of makes sense once once that's get once that's offered to him then you know I think that that's what allows himself to throw himself into um throw himself into the job he's so he's so relieved that like um the world does make sense he's not he's not sonata he's not um you know he's not a loner in this he's not alone with it he's got community he's got other people who understand the feelings he's going through I think that's what allows him to really commit to it and with that sense of of community and the fact that he starts to kind of see some of the emotional fallout that people have experienced from from going through this and and having the memories of it every single time in each of their different stories how did you feel like that changed the landscape for him a lot because he kind of starts off being very much you know there for the company and then kind of going on his own personal adventure and it feels like that's partly influenced by seeing what the people around him have been experiencing for either, even longer as well yeah, I think that's what's special about the show. You see the, like, I mean, like the show's got like various like genre influences, uh, sci-fi, rom-com, thriller, action, whatever. But like, I think what's special about it is you actually really do follow the emotional journey of what it takes to be put in that position. It's not just like, wow, we can we can turn back time. So let's have a good time. You know, it's like there are consequences and there are sacrifices. And I think that's what makes a lot of these characters incredibly noble you know like they, they they've really given up huge things they've given up loves of their lives in order to be good at the job that they do but George, I think George especially because he's new to it he really questions is that worth it and are the Lazarus do- project doing what it takes to care for their employees to care for the people who are really putting their lives and their their lives on the line both in a literal sense in terms of the jeopardy and the danger but also in terms of like being able to live a full life and in in, in terms of being able to have relationships Friendships, friendships, except families, you know. Um, these these guys have sacrificed everything to do what they do. Um, is 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 the uh, transaction a fair one or not? Absolutely. And and with what you were saying there as well, in terms of just the mix of genre in the show, and you know, you've got an action sequence one moment, and then a very sweet, intimate, romantic moment with his girlfriend, and then all of a sudden, you know, really intense, dramatic moments. Do you find that that creates certain challenges in trying to kind of balance all those genre elements and tones? Or do you actually find that it makes the job easier because, you know, life doesn't exist in a silo of one specific genre or tone. And so it's more naturalistic to the way that we move in the world as people. Yeah, you're 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 spot on there. Like for me, it's always been in in the pursuit of truth, you know, and like um, we're like, I'm not even saying that genre is a restricting kind of parameter upon work, but um, 
I don't think you ever want to be thinking about how can we keep it in this one kind of tonal space. And yeah, the way Joe Barton writes, Joe Barton, our writer, is one of our best ones. The, the, the way he writes is with complete freedom, imaginatively and creatively, in order to allow things to turn on a dime. So that that that's what's so satisfactory about that being able to have like an incredibly like high octane like um thrilling kind of car chase scene and that gets quickly undercut by like a really like sharp dry witty line which then moves um seamlessly into like a romantic scene which moves back into like a philosophical question about um what the greater good versus individual um, progression. So like, it's it's a show that's incredibly ambitious in terms of things that it wants to combat and take on. Um, and yeah, I think I, I think as an actor, it's it's a good challenge to be given like a bit of a blank a blank um, canvas to to paint upon. And with the fact that, as you just said, you know, it's it's really centered around this this philosophical question about personal good or greater good, that also creates a really rich playground in terms of moral compass for the character because the things that he does in pursuit of trying to bring back the person that he loves, but you know, at certain points are things that he wouldn't have done at the beginning of the series or before he knew and learned and experienced certain things. Um, and so what was the space that that gave you to play within with the fact that it's not always a rigid format for the character of this is where my line is because it's always moving and it's always changing depending on the circumstances. Well, I mean, number one, time travel or time time not, not existing in a linear format does like draw questions of like what are consequences then do you know what I mean if 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 you are able to reset back to a certain point um does what you did in the interim actually count I don't know but like I think with with the characters the it's them they are the they are the bearers of the scars and they are the bearers of the memories and so it so if he has to like commit some sort of atrocity that will always be alive in his mind's eye whether or not it's um reflected in other people's experiences you know so um I kind of think the 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 other thing is we, we're shown um the lengths at which he's willing to go to um protect or you know yeah reclaim his idea of love at least I think that just is rather testament to how deeply he feels love you know it's like you 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 only do that when you feel like you don't have any other option you know he's 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 at the limit of his experience or at the limit of what he can tolerate in terms of his loss um and I think that's a that's that's a very powerful motivational factor you know like I like you hear these stories about mothers lifting up cars in order in order to save their their children. Like within us as human beings, we have huge, huge, huge untapped capacity, um, and are kind of just waiting for the scenario or the situation um, for that capacity to be released. And I guess in this show, we're really seeing that happen over eight episodes for George. It's literally one of those like find find yourself someone who loves the way that George loves Sarah in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's such a it's such a great point as well that you bring up in terms of every time he goes through this time loop it, the experience of anything that he's done or seen or experienced lives within him even if it's technically erased through time um and I feel like we really see such an evolution in your performance in regards to that and there's a totally different emotional fabric that exists in the character as as episodes progress and kind of a more 
quietness and stillness in him a lot of times because there's just so much that he's been through um and so how did that change the landscape of the character for you as you went through filming the season yeah I think as um yeah as as people find as the season goes on like the challenges are greater and the um the the risks are greater and the you know the the lengths that he goes to are greater you know like almost unthinkably so and so for one for that to all happen in one body also bear in mind especially in the kind of middle sections of of the of the of the show all of this is happening over the course of like a couple of days you know it's not happening over a long period of time it's over a couple of days so he's bearing a, a huge amount of pressure on his shoulders and he's still just a human being and like us and like we said earlier on he's not someone who's trained by the fbi or cia or mi6 or whatever he's a normal person who's not used to this uh, this this level of pressure being put upon him so yeah that i i, I always find like moments um with a character where you can find stillness and you can find quietness um really really almost like more communicative than the moments where they're you know raging against raging against the machine or whatever like you can say so much in in those moments of of stillness um to 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 give an insight or a, a little window into what a character's going through has been going through and fears going through in the future and even just as an as an acting exercise re-existing the same scene over and over and over again but playing so many different emotional trajectories and narrative trajectories of that same exact moment um is so fascinating to to think about but I was actually curious if if there were elements from because you've worked in theater so much where you're like in rehearsals and you're really just sitting there workshopping a specific scene throughout a day if there were elements of that that really transferred over into the idea of we're taking a scene and we're playing it in every single possible direction yeah, I guess, like, the thing about plays is, like, everyone feels like uh, whenever you're doing a play, people are like, oh, that must be so boring doing the same thing again and again and again, over and over again, but it's never the same. You know, you've always got a different audience. You've, you you always are coming to, you know, the theatre with a different kind of context, frame of mind, physical well-being, you know, and that will always hopefully inform um, the, the, the performance or the show in order to make it completely different. And that is what George is going through, even though, like, he repeatedly finds himself waking up in the same bed or in the same room or whatever um it's always like informed by what he's gone through before that reset point and that 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 information is crucial you know otherwise it would just become a list it'll be like one of those like tapes that are caught on repeat you know and no one nobody would want to watch that I think I think nobody would want to watch that so um yeah it's about like finding the nuance um which might seem small in the performance, but it's actually hopefully really big in, on the inside. And did you think it was important for him as a character to have a lot of consciousness of his actions where even though the people around him won't remember, um, you know, he never knows if this is going to be the last time that it resets because he's not in charge and he's not the one making the calls. So as much as he assumes that he'll keep resetting back to the same point, he never knows when it will be the last time loop that he's living in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah that that's that's a that's almost like a worse position to be in than what we're in right now you know at least like right now we know what the rules are you know like time continues marching forward no matter what you do and you can't take it back you can't go back and and correct your mistakes you you can't you know like tell that ex-partner that you didn't really mean it when you said that thing or whatever what, what what's done is done whereas like with him 
or with them what's done is done or is it not done and then when it's not done it's kind of it kind of like feels like you're being like pulled out of water when you're drowned you know it's very sudden you know and kind of painful you know so yeah there's 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 no sense of like absolute security in the world that he lives in and yes it's thrilling and fascinating and um I guess like it gives you a sense of um real ability I guess you 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 feel that you can really like affect the way the world turns but like there's no stability that comes with that and without stability what happens to our states of mind our emotional states I also wanted to ask about finding some of the comedic space within the show as well because as much as it deals with with certain philosophical conversations and you know darker moments of the character there is also a lightness and a levity at certain moments whether it's kind of the undercurrent of it being quite amusing to watch what is it like for him to be a fish out of water thrown into a car chase in the middle of a gunfight for the first time and how he responds to that you know yeah. but also just the lightness that exists in terms of his relationship when things are in a really wonderful space between them and that being such an important aspect um, and so I was interested in kind of how the writing really helped you to find a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've always, I'm always interested in the light and shade of characters and I'm always very turned off by any character that kind of uh, has a kind of monolithic, kind of unchanging um, sense of self, you know, and I feel I, I like we all have experience in those darkest moments and those challenging moments are often we also have our like most humorous moments and 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 the, the the things that we learn most about our lives you know so I think George is really funny he's really smart he's really charming that's why like um that's why the, the people that are around him are so fond of him you know so um I think I think the the show like I said like exists in so many different genres um that was one of the genres that I particularly enjoyed about playing around in And this is also your first role that's kind of asked so much of you in terms of a lot of the action sequences and the stunt choreography that you went through. And so I was just interested in the experience of going through training for a lot of that and then working alongside the stunt team once you were in production and and thinking very specifically about his evolution as well of, you know, what does it look like the first time he's in a situation like this and the first time he's holding a gun and pointing it at someone versus kind of when he's been in more situations like that and lived through certain times loops with with more of it throughout the show yeah so what what how did I respond to that as an actor yeah and just like what was the experience of of kind of going through those different layers of it yeah it was great I like I <laughs> it was great in the most part you know like a lot of those stunts are real stunts you know and real stunts are like really scary you know there was this one scene where I had to kind of um drop out of like a third floor window or something like that and um and obviously we, we we're very blessed to have stunt coordinators and stunt people that kind of like double 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 for us for the most um dangerous things but like there was still a moment where like I was hanging out of a third floor window in a harness you know because you need to get the shot that allows um allows you to um kind of like cut between that so so um yeah, like I, I, I think it's thrilling, and I really respect the people who are like, yeah, I do all my own stunts. But I'm also like, the real respects go, the real respect goes to the stunt people, you know, because they're the people who are genuinely like getting punched in the face or genuinely like getting knocked over by cars and 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 really putting their their, their bodies on the line like that. 
And and in terms of making the show as well, because you've already filmed the second season of it and, and gone in through production of that. Um, as an actor, I imagine that every single time you show up on a new job, there's a lot of uncertainties that come with that first day of stepping into a new character, stepping into working with a whole new team of people. And so what was that experience going back into season two, just having built such a relationship with your character at that point and kind of knowing a lot of the ins and outs of it, as well as, you know, having worked with a lot of the same team already? It was great, you know, like um, there's one thing where, you know, you, you do a, se- a first series of a show and you're just so delighted that you're, you've you someone's offered you a job or someone's like trusted you to be able to embody like their creative idea. But then there's you go through the process of, you know, like doing press for it and then it gets released and people watch it and they decide if they like it or not. And then uh, a broadcaster decides if they want more of it, you know. So we were already in like such a great position, the fact that like, it had all gone so well. It was like, yeah, it was really thrilling to be given an, another opportunity to to deepen those characters and those journeys. And and Joe, yeah, like I said, like his mind knows, his imagination knows no limit. So in the second series, he's like taking everything and then run with it even further, you know? And um, yeah, I'm really, like, it's obviously like kind of odd, like for us, like having the show come out a year later in the US to the UK, but I'm so excited for people to watch it in the US and then to enjoy it again uh, when the second series comes out. Absolutely. I mean, the the first season has just built so much and you've done so much in terms of everything that you've brought into this character. So congratulations on a fantastic first season. Can't wait to see the second. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you.